everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Stories from Mountain Town. Uh, today we have a local artist here in Jackson, Haley Badenhop. Haley, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, awesome. Um, and uh, in classic Stories from Mountain Town podcast fashion, we have a local, our favorite local distillery, Jackson Hole Stillworks, obviously. Um, some of their uh, double cask gin with um what else we put in here elderflower elderflower um soda water and tonic yeah and blackberries and some blackberries yeah we're just like um let's just find some random shit to mix with this stuff in my fridge and this is what we came up with and it's pretty good we're gonna figure out a name and trademark it and get the the stillworks guys to do uh still working video about it about it yes cheers to that cheers So yeah, tell the nice people out there what you do, who you are, all that good stuff, intro stuff. Yeah, so mostly I'm doing murals. I mean, COVID has changed that a little bit this year because I haven't been able to travel as much as usual, but in normal times, I'm usually here in Jackson doing probably half my murals and then traveling and doing half my murals, Mm -hmm. Um, and then probably... A little bit in there. I also do digital design um, and then some fine art as well. But for that, I have to be at home and I just usually am not at home long enough to do some fine art. Um, so I haven't done as much of that lately, but this year has been good for it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and some of your more notable, at least notable that I've seen around town, your murals, the one by Cowboy Coffee Company, um what would you do you have a name for all of them um a little bit that one i usually refer to as the blue moose the blue moose i just called it that (laughs) earlier today but yeah that one was a collab with the national museum of wildlife art here in town and then kind of with also um the people in jackson drug who had the wall space and then new thought digital media which is a media company here they were the marketing people for that so we all came together and did this kind of not really advertisement, but mural s getting people to go to the wildlife museum. So that was yeah. cool. I've done a couple in Orange Theory here, one at the resort in the Solitude Station. And oh, I've not I'll, seen that one yet. Yeah, that one's it was a fun one. If you take the Gandhi up, the new Gandhi up mm-hmm. halfway. Yeah. So you wouldn't really go there unless you have kids. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not renting anything lately and I don't have kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then didn't you do like uh, the red? Uh, you painted something on the the moose sculpture by the Snake River oh, Lodge. Oh, yeah, that one. Um, yeah, the there was like a moose sculpture right when you pull into the village, and it was had been there a long time. Was kind of like run down, and they wanted it to be a little bit more perky. So mm-hmm. I painted it red. I got some interesting feedback from that one while I was painting it. I was gonna say that I saw some of that on social media, and I was like, why are they freaking out? Like <laughs> I didn't even notice that beforehand, and now it's like actually th- something to look at. And it's a local artist. It's not like they outsourced it to someone with something that doesn't care about the community here. Yeah. So it's like you're doing it for all the right reasons and people are giving you hate. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, it's art. So people see it in different ways and yeah. you'll always have that. I think, I don't know if people say it as much usually mm-hmm. if they don't like something, especially here in Jackson, it's a lot of like wildlife art and stuff that's very, um, not necessarily old school, but it's like the style is is geared towards people who want to buy here and they want a lot of stuff that's like reminiscent to here and not so much contemporary. I would say maybe it's lending itself that way. Yeah. But 
I mean, I understand that it's like that and you can't really please everyone with new art stuff. And yeah. um, it was different. It's not <laughs> just a moose. But I say if you want to see a moose, you should go find a real moose. Yeah. They have one. been so active recently. Yeah. Tim. So Tim got here, what do you say, Thursday? And we counted yesterday. We've seen, he's seen 19 moose. 19. In a week. Wow. Yeah. Insane amounts. And we're not like getting way out there. Like there've been six in our yard since he was here. Oh my. Um, we just would like the button, we get on the bike path here and go towards Stagecoach. We saw like four on that stretch over by Stilson. Like they're just everywhere. And it's, it's all these giant bulls getting out because they're trying to hang out with the females. Yes. But yeah, they're so active right now. I love it. Yeah. yeah. We were sitting at String Lake last night and we were hearing all of these elk calls, which I actually didn't know what an elk call sounded like, oh. but it was They're like, fun. there's just a screech in the yeah. night. Like could be a ghost, could be like Bigfoot, could be a really big deer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like your point about the, the wildlife art style. It's always, you see them all around town. It's just that bronze like carving. It's like pretty classic. Um, but what, what draws me to your art is like you pay respect to the the nature, but in like a fun way. There's mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't use the word fun for those bronze sculptures, but I'd use the word fun for a lot of your art. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's what I hope to make it. I mean, I just want something that like people look at it and it's it's cool. Yeah. And like it interests them or they want to make it a backdrop for a photo or something. Yeah. It doesn't have, like when I was starting to do art, everybody seemed to want to know like the big meaning behind it. And a lot of it actually didn't have like a huge meaning behind it. Like I just found that interesting or wanted to paint it in my own way Mm -hmm. and do that. And so that just like what happened is it just tends to be like more colorful and um, just a little new style, which is not everybody's style, but I think everybody has kind of their own artists that they like or that they follow Mm -hmm. or they want that kind of art. And um, it's fun to hear when people are into your art. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely like, I, I gathered just from following you on Instagram that you didn't have like this big, this big like mission per se with your pieces. You're not like, well, this represents the the strife that a moose faces every day when he's trying to get to Cowboy Coffee Company. You know, some like <laughs> snotty shit like that. Because <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't think I would be drawn to an artist that would say that kind of nonsense. And sorry if you have said that kind of stuff, but no, I don't think I have. Yeah, but I think that's good because the the way that you like portray your art, that's kind of the clients that you get. Yeah, and so the people that I work with are like pretty laid back and yeah. want like a fun style. A lot of them let me do whatever I want and um, try out new things, so it's pretty fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if we so we were just talking before and before we started, I'd love to get something to cover this curtain or whatever Mm. or blind rather and just have this be the backdrop for the podcast and literally all i would tell you is just like yeah just like can you put like make it like the tetons and then like if you could like sneak in like my dogs or something (laughs) in the corner and then i would just and i wouldn't i wouldn't give you any other direction yeah because you know i I want you to make the piece for your style i wouldn't want to influence your style outside of that yeah which is great I mean, that's really fun for an artist to hear, especially. It's funny because I've done um, some murals in houses here and everybody always wants their dogs included. Yeah, <laughs> totally. In their artwork, yeah. Awesome. So how did you get into like deciding that um, painting or just being an artist was like your your way to make money, the way to like 
do for your job? How did you decide that? Um, I didn't necessarily like decided. I actually was never really into painting. I was more into drawing mm. and I went to school for fashion design. And so when I came out here, I had, I've been here for like eight, almost eight years. Oh, nice. And I was looking for like design jobs. <clears throat> in the meantime, I was also sitting at Cowboy Coffee, speaking of Cowboy Coffee, <laughs> yeah. and saw that they had art on the walls. And I was like, I think I could put art on the walls. And I remember approaching them and I was like, hey, can I put my art on the wall? And they're like, yeah, can you see an example? I was like, no, I don't have any examples. <laughs> but at that point, like, I don't think there was quite as much demand. So they were like, well, you can have next month. Oh, that's funny. And like, it was so soon that I didn't even like have any friends here yet. And so I had nobody to invite to this art show. But luckily, <laughs> like some random people came and I sold some art there, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just like for that show... I had actually just went to the local lumber yard and asked if they had like scrap wood. And mm-hmm. I painted a series of vintage photos on this wood. And it kind of goes to show that like, you don't need the best materials to start out with like doing a show. Yeah. Like, if you want to have a show, just have one. Yeah, for And sure. then from there I started doing, so all of my friends started getting married. So I had found some watercolors and I was like watercoloring their portraits mm. um, as wedding gifts. And I did that. And as I was showing that I did that, more people were asking for those. And so as I did more of those, I got more like dog portraits and yeah. like just portraits of people and things like that. And then after a while, I was kind of tired of just doing like people portraits because it's fun to like hear reactions from that, but you can also like not do too much with it. Like now, like I can't make it into like a prints or anything like that after I do this one off. It's very specific to that point. Yeah, exactly. And so at that point, I actually approached the village um, and asked if they had wanted a mural because I had muraled up all my like all the walls in my house in the meantime, just for fun. And I was like, I think I'd like to do this like for somebody like Uh instead of just in my house. And so I, I remember emailing them and I was like, hey, do you guys have any walls that might need a mural, might need painted, have some ideas? And they're like, no, we don't have any walls. And then. A year went by actually and didn't do anything. I think maybe I did like a free one for somebody and like maybe one for my mom or something. (laughs) And in a year they emailed back and they were like, Hey, we actually are building a new building. We have room for you to do a mural. And I was like, yes. So I just put together something. We went back and forth on designs and then I went in there, painted it all by myself one day. You like finish it all up and then nobody's there and you're like, sweet yeah <laughs> you imagine like some champagne being yeah exactly. behind you cheering when you finish like voila yeah. my masterpiece so i think i went down to the mangy moose and like bought myself a can of wine and i was like sweet yeah, yeah. job well done <laughs> yeah that's awesome and is that like and until you don't have to answer this if you don't want but is is your is art like your full-time gig or do you have like other like side jobs too no it's full-time now that's outstanding yeah so and that fits right into your that your podcast uh yeah idea that you (laughs) used to do that's right like taking your passion and turning it into what you do yeah exactly i mean i it wasn't like right away i like just made it yeah it was definitely like i can't buy the groceries that i want yet Mm -hmm. but i want to do this like it's always how i judge it by because like i really want that avocado or something like that yeah and um but then as 
people saw like what I was doing. And at that point I was actually also working at the airport. So uh-huh. it made it really convenient because I would like fly places and I'd be like, oh, yeah. oh hey, do you need a mural? Um and then after a while, people just like saw the ones I was doing and it kind of lent to people asking for more or doing different ones at other places. And like in the meantime, like one of my big clients, Orange Theory, saw um, my one in town mm-hmm. and they have like 1500 locations nationwide or worldwide, I think now. Yeah. And so it's pretty cool. Like they'll offer my murals to their franchisees or like sometimes their offices or their yeah. new studios. Um, so it's been really fun to work with them. And I got like two new projects from them this morning. So Hell yeah. that's fun. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And um, also had a meeting with um, uh, scenic safaris in town. They took down that pinup girl. And so I think I'm going to put like a mural on their window. Where's where their that. office? It's over by the whole grocer. So it's like got a big glass window. Oh, oh yeah. 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 So it's always fun to do local projects because there's not like a ton of space. I think for murals, maybe there will be, but a lot of it's like old school here. And mm-hmm. I don't think they want to like contemporize the whole town. Yeah, you can't paint on log and log. Yeah, walls. exactly. So um, getting little spaces here is yeah. fun. That's fantastic. I love. Um, so I told you I did the marketing for Stillworks, um, but I so I run a small marketing company that I started on the side. And it's just been so much fun doing it out here because just about every business is like a mom and pop shop. So like I could just walk around town and just pop in and be like, Hey, is the manager or the owner here? And like most of the time it's yes. Or like, yeah, tomorrow they will be, you know? And I'm like, you know, gaining all these relationships with the people that make the decisions at these places. And that's, I don't, I think that's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Maybe not for mountain towns. Maybe that's a common thing there, but coming from Minneapolis, like you can't really do that there. Yeah. There's like mostly chains, mostly like big investment companies investing in the businesses. But these are like the people that started it are running at, are working at every single day. Mm-hmm. Like with Chaz and Trav yeah. every single day. I know it's super nice too, like to DM companies locally, like you're going to get a response pretty easily. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're trying to like DM somebody somewhere else or like even email them, you might not get an answer ever yeah um but yeah that's really cool about here locally i think it's really easy to get in touch and it's cool like just going around and talking to people and they're like they know what you're talking about oh yeah i've seen that yeah or like what do you do and then they have a space like you can paint it yeah yeah there's so much word of mouth here yeah like just from i mean i don't know where i first i don't know where i first started following you but uh like just out of nowhere, I find you on Instagram and, and now I'm going to, I would love, I would, now I'm hopefully going to get something painted by you. And just like, there's no, like you didn't really, besides having really good art and, and seem like a cool person, like you weren't like in my ear, like, let me, let me paint something for you. Right. And then a lot, I think that happens a lot in all the little crafts and, um, little side businesses that people have here. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has a side job here. Yeah. yeah. Even exactly. the people that like make good money have side jobs yeah, here. Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, you do that too? Yeah. I have yeah. a friend who's, who's like a, been a real estate agent for a, a long time and then also on the side like sells the, um, you know the stickers you see in the village that say like have a sick day and it's like the smiley face uh-huh. and then the ones that say sick, like he sells those. He oh, like gets them to the nice. stores as like his side gig. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, all right, man. I love it. I feel like living here, like you can follow your passion easier than 
other places maybe just because like even if you're working three jobs like it's it just is a place that lends towards like living the lifestyle that you want yeah I mean, it's like expensive to live here and you have to work hard but also there's like so much room for creativity or like doing those side things that you want i mean it's where you put your time or you can just spend all your time outdoors <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah and even like all of our outdoors time here i think um lends to the creative spirit of the people that live here and even if your your side thing isn't creativity like my my main job i sell software to banks so like financial technology is not super creative but like i'll go i'll have something stuck going on at in that job and i'll go out and do a hike or a bike ride or a ski tour and then it'll like loosen itself up in my brain all the blood flowing through that and i'll figure it out mm-hmm. and then i'll have a solution when i get back down and it's like you wouldn't expect that result from going out in the woods mm-hmm. for financial technology yeah <laughs> but, no yeah. it's true i know i actually found that a lot with like my own self like a few years ago when i was trying to like kind of transition into doing more of what i wanted um i was inside like pushing so hard on my computer like oh i gotta work more because if i work more and put in the time like that's gonna like produce more results and it was like so so plateaued like it just was not happening and then not even like really cognitively i just started getting outside more and kind of for like forgetting my morning routine and just like forgetting about all these things I was supposed to do and like to be successful and just allowing more creativity and like openness in my life. And it kind of like was night and day results, Mm -hmm. like stuff just flowed instead of like me trying to push it to happen. Yeah. And maybe that's, uh, as you were talking, I was thinking like that it's, that's a common story that we just both said. And I wonder if it's just as much, the um the effect that like nature has on people's brains as it is the kind of people that come here and live here um because my like my brother's an accountant i don't know if he has that same reaction <laughs> like he gets out in the woods and he likes the nature but mm-hmm. i've never heard him say like like yeah i had an issue with this this balance sheet and i went <laughs> and had a bike ride and then i figured it out <laughs> and he's totally a type a person love you ryan it's his birthday today happy birthday ryan um so maybe it's also like who who comes here and and who can think enough about that and realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just giving space to that in your life too is important. Like even if yeah. you're not like meaning, oh, I'm gonna go outside to make this happen. Like just getting out there and and giving yourself the opportunity to like yeah. not focus on anything. Yeah, because it's like a meditation in a way but I'm too late. Like an active meditation. I'm too active to yeah. Like meditate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tell myself like pretty regularly, like when I'm, I'm like, should I do this or this? I'm like, I, you know, it's off. To, I golf and I mountain bike and do all this other stuff. I'm like, I didn't come here to golf. I love <laughs> golf. I golf a lot at like at the links at Teton Peaks in Driggs. You ever been there? No. They love dogs. Nice. And it's got, a, it's like just west of Driggs. So super sick views of the Grand. Yeah. But it's like, you know, do I want to go to a bar and watch football or like go hike and go do the things that I'm really here for? Yeah. Like my my time here, I don't know how long it's going to be, but I just want to make sure that I every day I'm like, I'm here to do these things. You know, I need to be doing them as much as I can because mm-hmm. who knows when it'll end. Yeah. Actually, my girlfriend probably knows when it'll end. <laughs> <laughs> but my point just being like, 
to add to your point of like give your ta- give yourself time to do that stuff is like I'm I tell myself what am I here for mm-hmm. right or I ask myself what am I here for and that's what directs me in my actions a lot of days yeah that's a good point to like do that because you definitely have to I mean it's easy to get sucked into doing so many different things all over the place and like yeah there's so many things happening all the time but yeah, to like do what's really meaningful to you is like yeah. an important thing to step back and recognize yeah whether it's work or even just like being lazy you know I, i'll like be like oh maybe i'll have like a lazy saturday but i'm yeah. like i didn't fucking i didn't move to jackson i don't work hard at, so hard to like stay here to not be out in the tetons every single day that i can't be it's tough right like i yell i like scold myself <laughs> I know. Actually, I have like a new roommate and she recently, I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just like stay home today. <laughs> and she's like, it's okay. You can stay home today. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to like judge you for like, why are you not climbing the Grand today? I know. I found that so funny when I moved here and it was like, you did something you thought was really cool, but this town's so crazy that yeah. there would be like somebody that, like, oh, I did that plus this. I did that before I, work. Yeah. <laughs> I have some friends that work at Steel and like a bunch of them will like, a bunch of them like, they like, what they do? They camped up like near Jackson Peak and then like summited Jackson Peak and then came down and got to work at nine. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> That's intense. And like even my buddy works there, he's like, yeah, I went to the gym and I thought I was doing the right thing, <laughs> yeah, but like exactly. they climbed Jackson Peak. Man, I Not know. good enough. I know. Exactly. I think above and beyond. Yeah. So you've been here for eight years. Um, what brought you out here in the beginning? Um, I, uh, <laughs> I went to school in, so I'm from Ohio and I went to school in Cincinnati for fashion design, like I said. And for that program, I had to do six internships before I graduated. And one of them, m- one of my first ones was out in Cali. And as I was driving to Cali, I ran or I went through Colorado, learned mountain towns existed. But like, <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, this is amazing. So then fast forward, I did an internship in Vail. And then after school, moved to Aspen to just um, ski instruct for their adaptive program. And I wasn't even a skier. I didn't know how to ski. I came out as a snowboarder my like 10 days I had ever snowboarded in my mm-hmm. life. And how big, how tall was your uh, like hometown ski hill in Ohio? Did there, you have one? Well, I grew up on a farm in Ohio. Oh. It was very flat. There was, um, I didn't learn to ski until I moved to Vail. Okay. So I didn't learn, well, I learned to snowboard like when I was, maybe that was 22. Yeah. And I think there's one in Ohio, like maybe 300 feet, yeah, like two hours from me. <laughs> I've went once actually since. Um, it's great. <laughs> and so when I moved to Aspen, I did this job like faking that I could ski <laughs> and had a great winter there. Um, after that winter, I asked everyone like, what do you do in a ski town in the summer? Like I had no idea. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we all become whitewater raft guides. And I was like, oh. <laughs> okay i could maybe do that and so i actually did get a job doing that but in the meantime i got a different job um i love reading outside magazines like 50 best jobs outdoor jobs to work at mm. this was before like everyone wants an outdoor job like back in the day now i feel like every single outdoor job like everybody's vying for but it's freaking millennials yeah <laughs> they're all like i just want to live my live in a van and like <laughs> and like be a rock climbing guide I want everything right away i just graduated <laughs> yeah have you seen some of the ads like on uh, 22 rents where it's like two chicks are like 
just graduated college. Me and my friend Kelly, we're just going to come out here and have a really great summer. We want to rent a house, four bedrooms for $300. We're super clean. I mean, I actually just went through this because I'm like, I just have somebody subleasing my house and I need to find another person. So I like actively am on 22 rents. And when I found this person like a month ago, I put an ad on there. I was like, oh, maybe like some people will reply. In like two days, I had 45 replies. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And like people would come over and they'd be like, um, yeah, so do uh, you really think it's worth like paying? to like stay here or like maybe i should just find like a shed like it was like absurd i was like what is happening like is this a real life like yes you are in jackson you have to pay half (laughs) to live here that's fucking ridiculous i was like what um yeah but i guess that's what i get if i'm like been here too long and after a while, I'm like, I probably shouldn't be having a roommate anymore. <laughs> You're just a grizzled veteran of Jackson <laughs> <Yeah>. Hole. <laughs> You've been called grizzled before? No, but I like it. Grizzled. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so you oh, were. Wait. And so, yes. So then I uh, was in Aspen. Okay. So I found this job on Outside Magazine. It was like number 30. And it was like, be a travel guide. Um, and I was like, get paid to travel? This is a dream job. And I got it. Um, I had to quit my not started whitewater raft guide job (laughs) and moved out to California, which is where this company was based. Um, At that time, it was called Peak America. We ran like Trek America trips. So if you ever notice those vans coming through Jackson or basically any national park, they would say like Trek America on the side or Intrepid Travel. Yeah. Um, And it's basically 15 international travelers would fly in i would pick them up in la in my 15 passenger van pulling a trailer and teach them how to like camp cook um i would manage their money i would drive i was like a commercial driver so i could only drive like 10 hours a day and um we'd hit all the national parks and most most of the time we would do this like south thing like trail which went from la to new york in three weeks and then hit all the national parks in between Wait, you would drive that whole stretch and hit all the national parks in between? Yes, and there was a lot of partying in there, too. So it's good I was younger. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was, like, so – like, I don't even remember sleeping that summer. I was (laughs) so exhausted because you would go across the U.S. I would arrive in New York, drop all the passengers off at the airport, and then my manager would call and be like, okay, the next trip you've got is this, like, southern sun, and it starts in two days – find and then i would have to research all this stuff like they would have i think the lodging picked out but i would have to research all the options of places we stay sure why not (laughs) and um and then i would do that all for two days and then two days later i would pick up 15 more people and we go and the funny thing is is like at that time i didn't know like anything about the u.s like i had not explored many national parks so it also was like me trying to learn all about the national parks because I was like the tour guide mm-hmm. and these international folks are over here hoping for like, you know, full on experience. And so I'm also like studying at night to like figure out what the trails are and all this stuff. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was really cool. I saw so many places I didn't know existed. And like, I was actually kind of sad too, because, and I think COVID has changed this, but 
everyone at these national parks was foreign. And I was like, the Americans are missing everything that ha- like America has to offer. Yeah. And it was like such a bummer. But I think everybody's getting out now and like crazy and hordes. <laughs> they are. Have you been to Yellowstone this summer at all? I did go. I went um, maybe three weeks ago. Yeah. For a I've day. Been... It was crazy. But we didn't do too much. Like my boyfriend broke his foot. So we've been doing um, very mellow yeah. adventures. It's a lot of board walking. Yeah. I've been seeing you guys doing a lot of um, like paddle boarding where he's sitting on a lawn chair <laughs> on his paddle board. I was like, he's got it. I mean, broken foot or not, he's got to figure it figured out. <laughs> that might be the better way to we do actually, it anyways. We did that as a joke last summer. We're like, we're tired today. Let's just bring lawn chairs on the paddle board. And yeah. then the summer was like, this is my gig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You're right about the foreigners in, in Yellowstone. And I want to ask you a question. It's a touch controversial. It's the most controversial question I'll ask. Okay. <clears throat> so you see all the stories of people getting uh, like mauled by the animals, right? And for some reason, my pattern recognition inside of my brain thinks that there, there's a pattern that Chinese people are often the ones that get messed with the animals. And I want to know, have you ever... Have you ever seen that sort of pattern or trend in those stories um yes i think it's definitely a trend okay but i also have to put this out there is that so i spent a month in china last year Mm. and good time for it (laughs) yeah it was right before COVID. like literally i was like did i get it there yeah not sure um i and so i was like kind of nervous going over there because like I mean, I feel like the tourists here have kind of a bad rap. Like, they do crazy things and, like, don't act like we all expect everyone to act here. Mm -hmm. And I went over there, and I was kind of expecting, like, a little craziness. And it it wasn't at all. Like, everyone was super chill, totally, like, just going about their own, like, their day, like – and I was like, these aren't the crazy tourists that I <laughs> was expecting. Like everything was super normal. And I think maybe when Americans go abroad, they're crazy tourists too. So oh, yeah. I know that it's like annoying here, but I mean, Americans are kind of annoying here as well. But yeah, yeah they do like weird things, but it is a different culture. And so I came back trying to be a little more understanding about it. So that's my new perspective. Although there haven't been too many Asians here this summer. So, um, yeah, I was thinking, and I don't know, I don't know if there's any validity, validity to this, but they, I was thinking that they, there might be like some sort of like, you know, like domesticated deer elk farm type, (laughs) you know, like safari parks there that, it kind of seems like what Yellowstone is, but somebody hasn't told them enough times that these are just wild animals. I mean, it could be. I have no idea about yeah. that. But you're right. Americans are very bad at that too. I was just up. We we did like the Kelly Loop yesterday at like just before sunset. And we we're coming back from Mormon Row to the highway. A shit ton of buffalo there. And I pull up and I'm like taking pictures and I'm like sitting up against my truck. I don't know. I just feel safer up against the truck because maybe they won't charge the truck. But then, like, I'm fairly close to phone calls everywhere. Um, 
like I parked fairly close because I know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. a little bit after a year and a half here. Um, And then all these people from out of town come up and then they're go to my, they think my truck is like the baseline. (laughs) So then they walk up even closer and then like one of the guys, it's like a son and a dad and he's like, go, go stand up there. And it's like, this kid is like standing there like, and his dad gets a picture and the Buffalo are like closer than my truck is right now to us. And I'm like, bro, you're going to get, and there's nothing between them. They're all, they're all worked up. They're all like fighting and mating everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? Have you never read or seen anything about these animals? I mean, I will say, I remember the first time I went to Grand Canyon and I was trying to get a picture. I didn't even know what an elk was. Like, I remember my mom and I calling it an elk moose because we just like thought maybe it was a thing. And sorry, have you take a sip it, taking a sip of this yet? It's delicious. This is, this is different now. Mm -hmm. This is strawberry lemonade and tonic water it got summerier and, and absorca yeah what are we doing it's wonderful this is the mixology podcast with Haley and tyler <laughs> right. we're just going to be mixing random shit with absorca gin from still jackson hole still works everyone get a bottle yeah it is beautiful um, actually i love the bottle yeah they're actually going to make um they're going to sell some uh buffs that look like this oh nice yeah but it'll say like their logo yeah. instead i like that yeah, sorry. No, that's uh, fine. elk moose. I'm just saying, like, when I I'm thinking back to this, and I was getting a photo, and like this was a stupid story because I was trying to get a photo forever. It turned black, and I realized at the last moment I had the lens cap on. <laughs> it was like a long day of driving, but yeah. I was so close, and I remember the park ranger yelling at me, and I just kind of like scampered away, like, oh, whatever. But I'm like, Frickin I narc. was that person. Like, yeah. I was that person, and maybe that's a thing that like. I know we're like doing the whole keep Jackson wild thing, but maybe it just needs to be the next thing. Like I, they put out a lot of signage and stuff for that. Yeah. But I guess like as an Ohioan, like I just came into this unsuspecting and like, mm, it's just a deer or something, yeah. you know? Um, so I don't know. I always try to like play devil's advocate with all these things because people can't be that oblivious. Maybe they can, but like there's gotta be a reason people are like, so oblivious to what's happening it can't just be i want to ignore the rules and like really try to like yeah mess this up i don't know at the very least they're not trying to be be bad people and and like on purpose break the rules right that, yeah yeah i think the problem especially with COVID, is going to be that so many people who aren't used to being in the outdoors or like yeah. know this stuff or just know these like common sense things that we think are very common sense living here yeah it's not common sense to a lot of people. So yeah. it's hard to get mad at them. I mean, it's easy to get mad at them. Yeah. But also in the same sense, it's hard because they really don't know and they're trying to be outdoorsy now and you're like, no, you can't do That's that. That's not how you be outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you did you have any experiences um, like right when the resort closed of, of seeing people like on the pass or in the back country that really shouldn't have been there? Cause I had a handful. We like we like half rescued a chick. Really? She like came running out of the woods, like on the the Coal Creek side. We went we hiked up Glory and then did, did Coal Creek. Yeah. We're like on the way out, and she runs out, and she's like, "Do you guys have any water or food? Like I've oh, been gosh. like running, and it's like I mean she's like this deep in snow, and and we're just like, yeah, like are you okay? And she had this really bad story that didn't add up about how her friends ditched her up there, and then we like. Me and my buddies got her out and then when and I got out first and then there was another there's a couple out there saying like, Hey, 
do you did you, did you run into a girl named so and so and we're like uh yeah my friends have her like and then this this couple had was on the top of glory with her told her where to go down to get to her car she didn't go there wasn't a good enough skier to get anywhere somehow ended up at cole creek and then we drove her up to her car and her car was like like uh parked parallel to the road like behind people oh my God. so she had a no. ticket <laughs> And, and like we saw, she had like rental skis and rentals, everything. Oh my God. So we're like, your story doesn't add up. You don't know what you're doing. And in this, and as far as like backcountry areas go, Glory's not that bad. I mean, just to get back to your car, you can yeah. see your car from the top. Just go, just ski to it. Yeah. <laughs> just to that extent, at least. So we're like, something's not adding up here. Like, whatever. Like, we're glad you got you out, but mm-hmm. you shouldn't be out here. Dang, you don't know, know what you're doing. And I just feel like it's going to be exponentially worse this winter like everyone go get your abby training if you're gonna go back Mm -hmm. yeah um i did yes i've been i mean our neighbor is the marketing director for the village uh ned maybe have you ran into him for your yeah um he actually just drove in um so i want to talk to him be like ned do i buy a pass this year or no uh yeah (laughs) because like he'll know what's going on more than the public will and i know they said like they're paused right now on selling passes yeah. and they, you know, said all the things, but I want to know, like, if I'm going to spend $1,400, mm-hmm. like, am I going to be able to go the random powder days where I wake up and there's just 10 inches Yeah. on like a Tuesday? Right. Because that was most of my days last year. I have enough freedom with my job to just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to the back to my... And you're so close. Yeah. Back to my activity decision. Yeah. Like, what am I here for? <laughs> I'm here to ski powder or snowboard powder. <laughs> So like, yes, I can take that Tuesday and go do that. Mm-hmm. But I want to know. Yeah, I bought mine early season because I also wanted my discount from last year. Yeah. The like extra. And uh, shout out to Ned. He actually bought a piece of my artwork from my website. Oh, is, it in, is it in his house? It probably is. I mean, it got shipped to him. So. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Ned. We should go, we should go check it out after this. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, But yeah, it's going to be insane. So we moved, we moved here on April, like April 2nd. Mm-hmm. I'm so pumped to just be like, I could just like walk to Stilson or be like, if any friends are going to the resort, be like, all right, yeah, pick me up and we'll get the parking. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to. Or just any, or yeah, if you're going. That's yeah. so perfect. Yeah. Because I feel like my friend and I always go, you know, you do the little Stilson loop to pick up a third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's perfect. That, that, that idea was so foreign to me. That and like hitchhiking in the past were so foreign to me not, and foreign probably most people that don't live here. And then once you do it a couple of times, it's just like you just meet somebody random, chat for like 10 minutes, and then like you don't have to see them again. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like it's going to be harder this this winter because it's not like people – well, they might pick you up and put them on – like you can get on the back of their truck to go up the pass. Yeah. But it's like a little more COVID-like yeah, decisions. Yeah. When, I, when I've done it biking, I've like had a buff on to be like, oh, nice. I don't want them being worried about COVID stopping me from getting a ride. Yeah. Even though I wouldn't normally wear a mask in that situation because it's outdoors and mm-hmm. whatever, but, but yeah, it's it's totally weird. It's less, you know, less of like, do I think I'm putting someone at risk or I'm at risk? Like that's zero, <laughs> but it's more of like I don't want to make somebody else uncomfortable if they have a good reason for it. Like if they're going home to their elderly grandparent or sick, yeah, I know someone. It's you know, hard you don't to know, wanna, like yeah. yeah. You want to be nice at the same time, like, in, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a weird dynamic. It definitely is. I know. 
I'm supposed to be painting a mural in uh, Paris in uh, the end of November. And I'm waiting for the like the borders to open because if I can't, I just had to find a Parisian painter to paint my design. But um, I'm like, come on, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> is that um, is that border thing? Is that we can't leave or so Americans got, can't go? Yeah. They're not let in there. Yeah. It's like super strict. And I've checked it every day and I'm trying to find any way around. So if anybody knows any way around <laughs> um but i don't think there's gonna be so i'm just kind of hoping that what's which open up what day in november it'll be probably the last week either the last week of november or the first week of december so at least it's like um later but we kind of had to decide that in like a month yeah i think the key is that it's after the election yeah i know I think it'll get like oh, absurdly that's true like we were gonna decide better. at the end of october but i'll decide yeah i'll decide november 5th yeah or whatever re- regardless of who wins it'll be you know or it'll be joe biden's our savior COVID's done he saved it he saved us or it'll be uh shit we have four more years of trump um we can't impeach him on covid on grounds of covid so i guess COVID's done <laughs> yeah COVID's done Either way, yeah, perfect. Yeah. So, was it? What's the what's the election? November sixth. Yeah, I don't know what day is. I was like always thinking the election was November eleventh. I was thinking about this in bed last night, eleventh. But for some reason, I feel like the fourth is the date or third or fourth. People keep like talking yeah. about. Is this, oh, could you unplug that from my other computer? We're gonna look this up. We have a little piece yeah. here. We're all Joe Rogan fans everywhere, you know. So just unplug that. Oh, nice. Um. So this is my version of Young Jamie. <laughs> Where I just looked some random shit up and people who are only listening have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> and you can tell, you can see how prepared I was for this podcast because I was <laughs> scrambling to do all this shit when you, when you showed up. Um, election day 2020. November 3rd. I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, the third. Yeah. So here's my f- official prediction. So they're thinking, for whatever reason, that the results won't be available until like the fourth or fifth. Yeah. I think because like the mail shit. So my prediction is November sixth, COVID will be done. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna like email back the company and say that we can make our decision November seventh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So in my, you know, my super professional opinion, mm-hmm. November 6th, everyone. Okay. My, my job is riding on but your st- professional <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll ask, maybe I'll ask Taylor, my nurse. Yes. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So um, what else do you do around here? Um, Wait, did you get, did you get to the point where you moved here yet? I don't think you did. Oh, well the whole thing about, well, I guess there is a, a little part chapter 10 um <laughs> is i my last trip across the u.s went across the north route and so the north route goes from la or like actually san fran to new york city but you go kind of up instead of the most popular one is like south um this one goes through grand teton and then over the badlands and through you've minnesota been, have you been to, yeah you've been to voyagers Voyagers, oh no, no. Voyagers Na- National Park. It's like on the border of Minnesota and Canada. 
No, we didn't go up that high. We kind of just like skipped through Minnesota. Sorry. We did stay at a, we stayed at a state park in Minnesota. Um, yeah. So that's the border of Canada there. Yeah. So it's like a, this, everywhere up there is like these insane like glacial wow, chains of lakes. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. And you can like the big thing up there, you houseboat around. Really? Yeah. Do you know what a houseboat is? I, yes. <laughs> yeah. I know what a houseboat is. Well, I, I, there wasn't, it was less of a dig at you and more of, I'm not sure if anybody else is weird enough to do this. <laughs> Well, they do it a lot on Lake Powell, and we've been talking lately uh, yeah, about yeah. going to Lake Powell. Yeah. Yes. So everywhere in northern Minnesota, there's all these lakes that are all connected through flowages and things, and you just you houseboat around, and like you bring so a little fishing fun. boat, and then you just like fish everywhere. Oh my gosh! Do yeah. you fish here? No, I don't. Okay, me neither. I'm not learning That's that okay. either. Um, yeah, like if you heard of the, you've heard of the Boundary Waters, right? No. Oh well, it's I just yeah. So it's like uh. It's not a national park, but it's protected land uh-huh. where you can't have... It's a shit ton of these... Same thing as these these lakes way up in the middle of nowhere. You can't have any motorized boats or anything there. So people will just... They canoe in with all their camp gear and they canoe around and fish and like camp and like lake hop and you like portage between all of them. Fun. And you're just... You're like way out there. Um, but I just asked because it's been a little bit in the 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 uh conversation like the environmentalist conversation because um there's like something where somebody somebody wants a mine somewhere and it could affect the water there mm-hmm. so a little bit in that conversation it okay. made it a little bit more of a national topic than normal got it yeah unfortunately we didn't go up that high yeah. we kind of like skipped straight down to chicago yeah so then oh but the whole point of that is we went through teton park when we were here yeah like i was like you guys think i'm gonna move here and they're yeah. like it's super touristy don't move here and i was like i'm doing it <laughs> and so i got back to new york um and ended my summer in new york and so i kind of just like what do i want to do from here and a lot of our like the guides we had only seen each other at training at the beginning of the summer and so i one of the guides lived in new york and so i was like hey julie come to the city let's go like bar hop and talk about our summers because we'd all just been on the road all summer yeah. And so five bars later, I talked her into moving out west and I gave her the choice, Aspen or Jackson. And she'd never been to either. And she picked Jackson. So I was like, good sure. Pick. Sounds good. We found a place to live, which is the same place I live in now, which is amazing. Like, Have you, you haven't had to move in no, all eight years? No. That is so insane. I know. It's that actually like common. I should get a badge for this. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's mine because I've muraled up all the walls, but it is not. Um, but. Yeah, so we moved here. She stayed for like she was gonna stay for three months. She stayed for three years, and then since I've had like one other roommate, and now I'm getting another one. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got here. Didn't really think I'd stay this long, but it's hard. Like after I went to all those places, and since I went to all fifty states, kind of like didn't find a place that I wanted to move more. Mm-hmm. And now I'm still here, and now my boyfriend like skis and is in the mountains. So can we say his name? His name is Owen. <laughs> I know. I know who he is. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about him at all. Yes. My boyfriend is Owen Leeper. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. But that's not why you're here. You're here for your art and you're a really cool person. That's right. Yes. Um, but he has taught me how to like adventure better and ski better. Yeah. So it's it's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's kicking ass. I love that he get like his like national national following because i'm like yeah that guy's like he's like right in my backyard like he's a jackson guy 
And he's like, all his stuff is like here or like Targi. Yeah, it's super nice. Yeah. I know. He's like, everybody loves the um, like the Cody stuff and everything off Jackson. Because he was kind of talking about doing more backcountry stuff this winter. And he's like, but the people like the Jackson stuff. They do. Yeah. yeah. Well, because then the resort can attach to it when like they can't as much if he's like in God knows where. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's definitely harder access if you're going to snow snowmobile somewhere. Yeah. It's like better if you feel like you can do it or something. Maybe not do it, but look at it. No, yeah. He, tri- <laughs> he tricked me. Have you been up, Cody? With I, him he or took me him? up like once or twice, I think. So I went up like I, I got a split board like right before Christmas and I spent a lot of time on the split board learning the backcountry, doing the stuff, educating myself. And I was like, all right. I'm going to go try to do something off of Cody. <laughs> and I go over there to the base of it and I'm looking up. I'm like, well, where do I come down? <laughs> Cause like everything's a cornice or a cliff or these crazy lines. And I'm like, ah, this is terrifying. So I start, I'm like, all right, I'll, there's guys up there. I'll get up there and I'll, they'll, they'll point me in the right direction or something. I started hiking. And I was like, this is not going to go well. So then I just strapped on and just like went down from there. I was just like, got out of there. I think that's good. I feel like a lot of people go too far, but yeah, he, he won't even like tell me what he's doing when he goes out. He'll just be like, Oh yeah. Like we'll meet for up. Op- like he usually meets me inbounds for like the last run of the day. And then we go to Aubrey huh. and he'll be like, Oh yeah. I was like, it was fun. Like I just like jumped off some stuff. And Jump down some stuff. And then like Owen, I'll you're see. like, what is he what is this stuff? I'll like S and S Kular or something? Yeah. When I see his like Instagram later that night, I'm like, that's what you were talking about? Honey, this is not <laughs> stuff. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I think it's better he doesn't tell me probably. That's probably smart. When I I made a mission, my first uh, we moved here like a year and a half ago. So like in the middle of that March. And there was a powder day in like early April. And I was like, I was like, Taylor, I need to go do Corbett's today. I'm going to do Corbett's. I know it's going to be filled in. It's going to be powdery. I can do this. Like I've been up to it and it's been close so many times when I've been, have the ability, I've had the ability. And I was, and I should not have told her that I was doing that. <laughs> Cause she was like, no, you're going to fucking die. Like, look at, you can't leave Bridger and Maverick here without you. Like you're going to die. And like, I don't know why, but she drove me to the resort just to drop me off. And she's like, don't fucking die. And I'm like, jeez, man. And it went totally fine. But I was, I was like, next time, like, you could just see the video after the fact. Right, like, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. take this grief going into it. Cause, it's probably better. Because there's things like I'm feeling nervous. Owen's probably feeling nervous enough on his own that he doesn't need you also being nervous in his ear about. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm always like, why aren't you going to tell me what you're doing before? He's like, well, what if it doesn't work out? not going to do it if it doesn't work out like the conditions are bad and and i told you i was going to do it then i have to do it (laughs) like so i think it's a lot of like not like not exceeding the expectation like people expect something and then not meeting their expectations but i'm kind of like it actually makes it better because if like people are expecting something and you're like oh i couldn't do it this is real life (laughs) i'm like just be for real yeah yeah, and obviously you won't uh if he if he says he's going to do something and doesn't, like you're not going to have a bad reaction. No, I'd and probably him, be like, happy. If it's like his followers <laughs> or his, you know, anybody else who would need his videos. Uh, some a social media guru said this where they're like nobody's even for Owen, nobody's sitting there saying like 
God, Owen needs to post something. Like if he doesn't post like a cool video today, I'm going to be upset. Like it's only positive. Like mm-hmm. they don't, it's just kind of in a, in a bubble. Your, their, their interaction with anybody on social media is in a bubble. Like when you or I aren't posting for a few days, nobody's sitting here like, oh, what's Haley doing? Yeah. Like what's Haley's next piece? Where's Tyler's dogs? Nobody's saying, maybe, maybe, maybe our moms, but that's it. Yeah. Right? I know. It is. It's funny when you like look at it like step back and look at it and I'm like nobody even I mean people are excited if you post or like do something cool but like yeah it's a social media bubble like yeah like they're only interacting with you for the three seconds they see your thing Mm -hmm. or however long the the video might be exactly and then it's just like what's the next one right I know it's a weird world yeah yeah but it's not I mean it's not anything intrinsically wrong with it you can people can take advantage of that certainly we're like recently i've been just like i'll go out like one day get a shit ton of content and then just that's just what i post for the next two weeks Mm -hmm. where i don't have to do anything for the next two weeks and then that kind of helps me not feel like like that idea that i need to be posting these is like not like dragging on me yeah it's like no i got it i got the post like i'll go through and like you see my desktop right here like these are all posts i'll put out and yeah this is actually we're up on so you go past, you hike past behind Kelly Cliffs and go up on that ridge. It was like these really cool, like fall oh, nice. kind of colors. I don't know why that's going like that. But yeah. Up it there was with smoky, the huh? It was. Yeah. We did this, this spot, this classic spot. But you can't even yes. see the grand. <gasps> the it trees did. look so good. Yeah. Wow. The, yeah. You but, can't see the grand. Yeah. And that, that's, uh, that's the, that's movie magic right there. It's pumped up a little bit, but, <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> but yeah, and these are some of the Buffalo. This guy was just out in the open. Oh wow! Like you walked out to the Mormon row, like all the way to the right. And then like another almost half mile. And he was just out there. And that's I was just like, I was like awesome. putting a sneak on him. And then, and then he just like turned around and looked at me. I just shuddered super fast for like five seconds. And then I just ran that. We got out of there. <laughs> I haven't like, seen any bison on Antelope Flash Road, and it must be like migrating over or something. Yeah, I mean these. Yeah, these ones were right there. They're my favorite. That's, oh, cool. Yeah, that's that's like from the road. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to the point of like, if I do this, like, I mean, that's probably two, two, three, four posts, and that's enough for a couple weeks for me, where I can just be like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Focus on work. Focus on. Actually, the other social media accounts that I manage. Yeah. <laughs> but, but those both make me money. So that's uh-huh. e- that's easier to like work at for yeah, me. Yeah, I love that. No, that's smart. I should plan out things beforehand, and I'm really bad at that. Every time I even tell myself to do it, not much of a planner. Yeah, it's harder. It's harder to do it for my for your personal stuff. And I've been I've thought about this a lot recently. Like whenever we have a client. We make a very strict posting plan for them. And then whether we have that content and we use it or we have an idea and then we get the content, it's pretty strict. But I'm like, why aren't I doing this for my personal shit? Because, I mean, there was a day in time where I was like, do you know know, uh, Loki the Wolf Dog and Kelly Lund? Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I want to be Kelly because Bridger's Bridger's got a little bit of wolf in him. So I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. That's like my, my key to freedom. Yeah. I'll be out doing all that stuff all the time. And then it was like, you know, 
I didn't gain thousands of followers in the cover in a couple of years. And I was like, well, maybe this isn't my thing. <laughs> so I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> no, I mean, it is tough. I, even if you have, it, it all depends on timing too, because even if you have like the best, and sometimes I see this, like some people's profiles are really awesome. And then other people's like have tons more followers. And I'm like, well, yours isn't gr- as great as all yeah. or as theirs. And I think it, like a lot of it depends on timing and a lot depends like Instagram's not like what it what once was. Yeah. And TikTok's like, the deal now. I know. I know. I started on TikTok back before it was TikTok and I was when like it was an OG. Musically. Musically. And I was like, nobody's following this. Like this app is dead. And so my Musically days were over and now turned to TikTok and like it's just the thing of the past for me yeah it's <laughs> like, insane the organic reach to get a little marketing nerdy on you the organic reach and their algorithm is insane yeah i have like 1300 followers on tiktok and i have a couple of videos just like phone panoramics of the tetons yeah here like out in the valley somewhere like 55 60 000 views really Ten thousand likes and it's like my least produced content i've ever posted I was like, what the fuck have I been doing? <laughs> Editing things, drone videos. Oh, no. I'm like, why is that what goes viral? Like, if you want to call that viral, but like, why is that what works out? <laughs> it's funny. And I'm doing it all wrong because I started my musically career as a lip syncer mm. and um, I was really good at it. And I had about probably like 60 videos. And then. And then when it turned to TikTok, I turned into a hip hop dancer on there. Uh. And so um, it's not really my real self. I mean, it's my dance moves, but yeah, I was like, maybe I should just put art time lapses and like try to gain. That'd power. be a thing. I know. But I really like you the might pop dance. You might wear too much clothing for it to be uh, I, on the hip hop TikTok I dance know. The scene. Sweatpants just. Yeah. And like that. full sleeves and like <laughs> you're not like 15. <laughs> exactly. I know. Well, that's what I I never posted. Actually, never posted my music lease before because I was like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I'm I think I'm 30. I'm 30. And these Uh-oh. everyone is like 15 on this app. And I was like, uh, I can't tell people I'm on here. And now <laughs> everybody's on here. And I was Everybody. like, oh, my gosh. Like I, I could have started COVID, COVID sent people to TikTok too. I, I got on there in like last like September or something. And like my girlfriend, like all of our friends are like, oh, you stupid. Like you just want to watch 15 <laughs> year old girls dance. I'm like, no, it's like the next social media app. Like I'm on here to figure out how I can do it for clients. Yeah. And like myself, if I can make something out of that. And then, the organic, and then I got nerdy and said the organic reach thing. But then now from COVID everyone's sitting on their phone way more and like everyone's on TikTok now. I know. I, I don't even get on it because I'm upset that it didn't work out for me <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll go home and be put uh, some time lapses on there. I guess I could. I have so many videos. I just don't think I'm utilizing them. Yeah. I that, also like this summer was like a t- maybe going to be a vlogger, but I decided not to. That's a whole different world. I've, dipped a couple toes into there and i don't really it's just like a different way to live it's like a it's like full-time i think like you gotta be invested like there yeah he's like full-time but i've like done like a vlog style of like mountain biking Mm -hmm. like a mountain bike video and just whatever but it's like 
like I just don't want to have to like update people with like, oh my god, look at this like leaf. Like, okay, I know, I know. follow me going to the fucking grocery store, <laughs> I know. and we're gonna fuck around in the grocery store. But I'm like, no, I'm 27. Like, I don't, I don't fuck around the grocery stores. I know. I shop in grocery stores. That's the problem. Is like, I'm like, oh, I think I'll do like a vlog on this camping trip. It's yeah. gonna be my first vlog. And then I'm like, actually, that's way more work than I. I just want to sit around and like enjoy this. Yeah. And so I don't know if I'm cut out for it. But I sort of thought I would be because I like podcasting, and I was like, maybe I'd like the extra. But I also like to get involved in things, and then like change my mind a year later <laughs> classic yeah yeah even like I mean, i'm thinking i've done it yeah a couple mountain bike ones i've done like a a touring one but it's like when we're doing that kind of stuff like i'm so much more focused on like walking up edelweiss than i am like let me get my camera out every five seconds right exactly or like worried about you know it's nuking snow so like variable conditions like where are the dogs my mm-hmm. brother is not he's from minnesota like is he okay <laughs> Yeah, or even like I climbed the middle twice this summer and the first one I did kind of that style too. It's like got to be focused on not the camera yeah, to do that. Yeah. But to make a good vlog, you need to be like having so much content, so much like B-roll, so much like, you know, you're fucking around with the guys you're with or like it's just. I know it's a lot of extra. And I it's funny because I think you watch vlogs and sometimes it just looks like an aloof person just like putting it together. But I'm like, actually, it's like so much work. To yeah. like put this together and keep it consistent and everything. Yeah. And like come up, yeah, come up with like ideas. Like David, I keep saying David Dober because he's kind of the, he's he's the top vlogger now nowadays, I think. I don't know. <laughs> but like he'll like come up with these ideas of activities to do and he makes it seem like that's just their normal day. But it's like, no, you right. like thought of this for a video. Yeah. And that's cool too. Yeah. Because you make videos for a living. And then somebody, I watched a video where somebody broke into like the science of his videos. So all, almost all of his cuts of on his videos are uh, like five to seven seconds long because there's like science behind it, our attention spans. Oh. If you can, and this is why I like Vine was six seconds long. If you can like keep our attention for that long, you will like, and then keep cutting it will like keep keep paying attention gotcha okay that makes sense yeah yeah i know i think that's like the magic behind it is you make it look like it's just like a leisure day out but actually there's like tons of science yeah but like oh you just like gave your dad a a tesla or like you uh right or some of them like they are now finding like other hollywood like porn stars to be in the video and then like that's like a whole nother audience that wants to watch it then (laughs) oh my gosh yeah it's like a thing. Is it really? Yeah. And they're but just they're like they're not doing porn, but they're just like in it. Yeah. And they're known actresses. <laughs> and so then there's like an audience from them. Like the part of their audience is like, oh, let's see what they're doing on this vlog because they're in the vlog. And then they Right. You know, the cover art is that person. Of course. And then the title is like something stupid, doesn't actually happen, or it's a it's a thirty seconds part of the video. Yeah. But it involves that person that has a big audience. Oh, and then it's like yeah. that's how you get viewers. Dang, there's science to this. Yeah, there it's is. like the balance of science and art. Like, how can we, how can we manage the science of male testosterone with attention span, which with um, attractive people for both <laughs> genders, and then 
make it artistic and then there you have the vlog industry yeah it's true yeah, yeah you're right hmm. easy as that mm-hmm. <laughs> easy as that hmm. cool so we're at an hour just over an hour nice. um solid is, yeah it kind of flies by when you get just like going yeah um is there anything else we haven't talked about yet um oh what's uh let's go back into painting what is your favorite um like not like i was gonna say style but not style but like what's your favorite like subject to paint whether it's like animals or landscapes i mean your murals kind of have a combination but like what's your if you had to paint if you had to paint one if you had to paint one thing for the rest of your life what would it be um, I think I would go with, Ooh, I don't know. It's a big tie, I guess, because I live in the mountains, I would go with the mountains because I really think that if you're painting the mountains, you can get so many different perspectives of them that like look so different. Like even if it's the same mountain in a different light or at a different time of day or like from a different angle. And like, I've really enjoyed painting mountains lately. Mm-hmm. Um, like people here like wildlife but and i really like painting wildlife but i don't know i like painting mountains better but also i'm really drawn to like tropical stuff mm-hmm. but like tropical stuff if i would do all tropical stuff it just wouldn't sell as well here because i always thought like oh if it's cool it'll sell but it's not really the case it's like the clientele likes the location and what you can like reminds them or like maybe it's the nostalgia of being in an area so it's definitely like the mountain and stuff does better here or the wildlife um but i do like painting tropical stuff and i'm gonna paint some stuff in mexico soon so yeah awesome i'm excited about that that's cool yeah it's like their 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 brain only wants to interact with mountains and wildlife when they're here yeah and like their their brain gives them an idea of what it's supposed to be here that's why there's a lot of barbecue restaurants and not like uh right like a little like, baja tacos yeah i was gonna say like jamaican <laughs> like jamaican yeah. jerk restaurants like there's people have an idea of like what jackson is supposed to be and like what western states are supposed to be mm-hmm. and other businesses don't fit that don't fit into that just don't, like don't work yeah what's your website uh haley with an ey uh babe yes you you're right there you go good job siri nice murals in the mountains yeah so haleybadenhop.com h-a-l-e-y-b-a-d-n-h-o-p.com i just want to look at some of the stuff that you've painted murals want to work together yes (laughs) those ones are where's this one um that's in actually owen's house that was my first quarantine mural oh awesome i was like what do i do now that was fun. It's Jackson. This is a private home in Wilson. Private home in Jackson. This is San Francisco. This is a private home out by the airport. I think this, I, I think I saw you post some stuff on that one. That might be my favorite one, that favorite really mural. Fun. The guy's whole condo is decorated in like old time national park like posters. So, oh, sick. Like, so like well. that one? Mm-hmm. Do you see that? I love that. Yeah. Taylor's yeah. mom just got that for me for my birthday. Oh, so fun. Yeah. I know. It's like perfect. Um, that one's the one that's at the bill. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's perfect. Yeah. Why did you decide to do 
like so most of these are colored but why did you why did you decide that one to be black and white because that was one of the first ones i did and i was doing more black and white at first it's way easier mm -hmm. um but then as you go people want colors but like to just paint in black and white it's actually it's almost i wouldn't say it's easier it's like hard sometimes to get like the values that you might want but with like the line art type style yeah the black and white lens really well that's big you have to have like ladders and stuff right yeah wow that's so cool and that's a totally so we got biking skiing the tram rafting fishing moose yeah, we do the only thing that's corvettes. oh yeah corvettes the only thing that's like not uh, that you wouldn't call like a you call like a glass a classic Jackson symbol that isn't in there is some depiction of the Grand. That's true. And you and you, I've seen some like not to not to critique your work. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, I've seen a bunch of like T-shirts at the at the resort stores that are like the tram going over the Teton, like the Grand or something. Right. And it's like that's not real. I actually think I had that in first. And I showed Owen and I was like, hey, I'm going to paint this at the resort. And he was like, you have to include Corbett's. You got to give Corbett's to the kids. Corbett's and to the kids. And I was like, okay. So yeah. I changed up the mountain scene. And like, if you're looking at Corbett's that way, you're not going to see the grand. And For sure. It had to be a little bit. I guess I could have been different. Yeah. Do this it. is so cool though. I love that style, that line art style. Well, let me guess. Orange Theory, Orange Theory. That one was in China. Did you do that in Shanghai? Yeah. Sick. International art superstar. That superstar. One was in Mexico. This one was also in China. Shanghai. Mom's house. Cool. <laughs> Here's down the road at New Zog Brazil. This one was in California. They do good work. Yeah, they do. They're uh, just being connected with Snake River Brewing for the podcast. Yeah. they've I've talked to them about, they did like a rebranding re thing with them. And all their new stuff is like really sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, they're the kind of marketing agency that I like want mine to be. Mm -hmm. Like, they're good. Yeah, like cool build it, cool office on like in Wilson here, like doing work for all the big brands here. And I was like That's listening to their phone calls while I was painting, and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are really good at what you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are so Jackson. awesome. These are all in Jackson. This are. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. No, it's my latest one. Behind King Sushi. King Sushi. I haven't been there. I love sushi, but I've not had sushi oh, here yet. So good. That's cool. This is a good website. Thanks. What else do you have? What do you have like um, little shops? Those are smaller props. Yeah, those are like more of my fine art stuff. Oh, are you going to submit something to uh the Spirit of Wyoming contest? Oh, right. I have every year. Yeah. I've been a finalist twice. I almost feel like I'm like destined to be a finalist. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's out there that has any say in this. <laughs> um, but no, I'm I'm in there. I'm helping them like set it up this year. So I've been seeing all your past. I saw all your past ones. Oh, yeah, because that was my first one. That's That was the yeah. submission. Not going to lie. I thought that would be a good one. I almost bought that one when I found your website. <laughs> That was, I actually have that muraled on my wall at home. That's sweet. And then do you just like, uh, did you make it digitally? No, I had made, then... it, I had made it first as a drawing. Uh -huh. And then I was like, actually, I kind of want this on my wall. So then I had put it on my wall. And then I how do you sell it? I don't, well, I took a picture of the digital drawing 
And that's how I made a print of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I sold the original because I don't know where it's at. Mm. Huh. I don't know what happened. Well, anyways, for those that are just listening, it's this cool, like, would you call that abstract? Yeah, I guess. A touch of abstract. Like an abstract face, line art wolf. Yeah, face of a wolf where, like, instead of, like, fur and, like, looking normal like a photo, it's got, like, leaves and flowers and an arrowhead and mountains and like almost like native american art that make up the different patterns and colors of a wolf's face right yeah is that a good depiction perfect <laughs> um yeah i like it little owen that's owen that's sick did, did you is that a photo that you that you then like it's actually a, a drone photo his roommate took Sweet. so i asked his roommate if i could paint it it was for one of my exhibitions at the um Association. These are insane. So yeah, and I sold some masks. <laughs> nice. Of course. It's a super expensive mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fancy. Actually, a lot of you have bought those masks. So if you got one, thank you. It was great. These are awesome. Workbooks and yeah, some digital art. Very cool. Yeah. What do you have planned for Spirit of Wyoming this year? When's the due date? Um, I it should just know. Just started, right? Like it just came out that they were doing it. We just posted like to stay tuned. Yeah, we're, it's for sure on. Okay, but we're working out the details of the dates because, um, normally it's you know a submission period followed by the a panel picks yeah. the finalists, followed by like two weeks of public voting. Okay, at Stillworks. And then like a final like party day where there's a ton of people that go in there and vote and get to see the art in person and meet the artists, or meet nice. the finalists. Okay. But we can't do that. Yeah. And it's going to end up being in November. So we can't, we don't want to trust the weather yeah. to let us do it outside. Right. So we're trying to figure out how do we get, you know, make it special enough for the art and the artists, but keep it within the law and within the weather and get the effect we want out of it yeah from you know that's tr- nice in november though because not that much is happening in november yeah we thought it'd be like a good like local event like yeah. locals would get around it because there's not much going on i like that um so we're looking at doing like like you've been to there you've been behind there in their mm-hmm. working area right so like we're thinking about doing like a line of the pieces of art like around from the garage door to the, the other garage door. Yeah. And you like pay to get like a sloshy and a vote and to walk through there. Mm-hmm. You can see them. And then we'll maybe do like a couple live streams where there's some, the artists are there and we can have the finalists like talk about the art, you know, yeah, get the public to interact with them in some way. Um, and then on the final day, do some sort of live stream where we're like, you know, here's the winner. Like, I don't know, something special like that. We're trying yeah. to work it out, but it's happening. Nice. It's complex. Yeah, it is. Because there's like, you know, you got to make it special enough. You got to drive business. You got to drive attention to the right. art. And do all these things with COVID restrictions and with weather restrictions. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this year I'll do a digital piece. No, it can't be digital. It's got to be real art, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they've we've we've talked they've talked about opening that up, but I don't think they want to do that. Okay, never mind. But you can you got it. Okay, I got it. 
And I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, but maybe I'll think about it this coming week. Cause I'm going to Colorado for a week. So I'll just like brainstorm. Yeah. I mean, think about like, I mean, you know, their past, you know, their past winners. I know. I feel like what they're it, what it, right. what they look like. Well, yeah, no, I remember the girl last year and I saw hers next to mine and I was like, oh, she's going to win. <laughs> Anna, Anna Matire. That's her name. I um, really liked it. Yeah. So this is the current vodka bottle. Yes. That's fun. Yeah. So it's got to be, they're usually, well, let's see, we can see the other ones. These, they think they're the finalists. Yeah. That's the winner. Okay. Oh, right. Common theme. Animal animal is definitely the common theme that's, that's a true really, this is a really funky bison painting yeah it is it's like a third eye of like it's a bison on acid or something Whoa. yes and okay animal and it's a bison this year so i'm not going to do a bison jackalope yeah. I remember jackalope jackalope and teton right so it's got to be something i i feel like this one didn't win because it's got to be able to look good through the bottle yeah right so that might get distorted yep and even this like it's got to be a good balance of enough detail but not but too not much, too much. Yeah. like this too yeah. that would look that wouldn't look that probably wouldn't look great right glad i didn't yeah, point to one point to like, one of yours oh, or something oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but i was like look look at this how shitty this one and it was like yours oh i guess that one was a mountain one that i was in this one there it is there it oh, is fishy. the fish I was like, I want the fish to be swimming in the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Although I like the neon horse on that one. Yeah. That one's pretty fun. There's a lot of mountains in this one. It went from like half mountains to all wildlife. Yeah. And this one's almost like a little bit of the, your style. Yeah. Like you have that, uh, like this one. Yeah. It's kind of like that. That's true. So mm -hmm. let's see. What do we, we got to, okay. Got to have the grand and an animal. Has an, an elk is one, right? Yeah. An yeah, an elk is one. Okay, an elk, a bison. So that leaves a bear. Could be cool. A bear or a wolf. A wolf could I will give. I give you full permission if you want to render Bridger. <laughs> I'll find you any photo you need for like a reference. If you want to render Bridger, okay. and have him be on the design. Uh, I feel like you're gonna push that towards a win. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think I have any vote. I don't think I'm on the panel, but I am running the system behind it right now. <laughs> like, huh? Just came out ahead. Oh, it's incredible <laughs> that Haley won by five times the other people's votes. I don't, I mean, hey, I didn't, I didn't do anything here. It was mail-in voting fraud. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll give it some serious thought. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to make it girly colors. It's going to be really bright. Bright hasn't really won, but I think it needs some like... Well, the I mean, Anna's is like pretty bright blue. It just has a good a good balance of bright blue and the blacks yeah that's true okay, i want some pink maybe pink's too out there though okay i'm gonna have to tone this down not sure i'm not sure i'm not gonna give away my, give away my secret <laughs> it could be like could be like if it was like pinks that are part of like a sunrise or sunset yeah like a like a, a landscape sun a sunset would be nice mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can't do any of these things but i have good ideas sometimes <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So anybody else that's an artist here, like, still going on. It's still going to be the same concept of a panel picks like eight finalists, and then the public votes on those eight finalists for the winner. The winner gets their piece of art on 
the Jackson Hole still works vodka for a full year. They get like a pallet of bottles, I think, and then also some money. Um, and we will pump the shit out of, pump you up all year long about look at how great our artist is, look at this cool thing. And so, you know, get your submissions in there. Yes. My, I will be seeing all of them. So it must be of the highest quality. And you have to beat Haley. That's right. To get in there. So good luck to everybody else. Good luck, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, is there anything else we should talk about? Um, no, I feel like we covered a lot. Mm-hmm. All around. Jackson yeah, we're almost Art. at an hour and 20. Nice. Recorder is about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Which is normal. We usually go for like an hour and then like if I have a real close friend and we get into the snake of her pale ales, it's like gets above that. Oh, but yeah. An hour is usually around what it is. That's solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I'll say again, check her out on her website, HaleyBadenhop.com. Um, if you need this, the spelling on that, text me and I'll tell you. Um, Haley, what's your Instagram account? It is at Haley Behop, which is H A L E Y B H O P. Yeah. Or you can just search my name, Haley Badenhop, as well. Yes. She's always posting like uh, in progress murals, uh, finished projects, and a lot your... of charcuterie. A lot of char- <laughs> No way. I for- totally forgot you did that. My girlfriend's obsessed with those. Like, uh, we'll, we'll commonly do that's just our dinner. Yeah. Like, it's just a giant so charcuterie good. board between us. So good. Yeah. It's like my COVID savior, the charcuterie. Charcuterie, (laughs) your adventures with Owen. You guys are always out hiking somewhere. Um, Which reminded me, um, the day you guys like snowmobiled and then like had a charcuterie on top of this boulder. (laughs) Yeah. That was a sick, that that was was a cool idea. Yeah. And like, I think, did you you have a drone like fly around Yeah, he had his drone fly around us. Yeah. That's a cool Yeah, we were on the way back to Granite Hot Springs. Yeah. So it was perfect. It's like this cool boulder that's fallen that he always looked at. And we were like, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah it was, it's just like perfectly flat. On the yeah, top. it was perfectly flat on the top. So we made a little like di- like a table of snow to yeah. like set the charcuterie on. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anywhere else that people should check you out on, follow you on? Um, check out your, your actual pieces of art that are out in the world. Oh, yeah. Check out the actual um, pieces of art. Jackson Hole. Was it Jackson Drug or what is that? Jackson Drug. Jackson Drug on the wall between it and Cowboy Coffee Company. Yeah. Orange Theory here. Um, Bin 22's deck if you're there. Um, hopefully soon to be the Scenic Safaris. If you're just on the road, you can see that one um, at the resort. Are you doing like the whole window thing? Uh-huh. Oh my god, that's enormous. Yeah. So that's like a like a forty foot tall window. Yeah, they're giving me the measurements tomorrow. So we'll decide if we want to paint it or vinyl it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you how do you vinyl it? You like digitally make it and then like mm-hmm. a giant printer prints it or like yeah. or little like squares that you fit in? Like a sure puzzle piece. What they'll do actually. I've only done vinyls for people like out of town because they just want to like print a vinyl. But, yeah. Um we're thinking maybe the vinyl would have more longevity, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll look into it. But yeah, you'll see that. So that is um, just south of Jackson Hole Grocer, and you cannot miss it. It's an enormous window right on the road. If you're here in the winter, they'll have a ton of snowmobiles um, out around the building. Yeah. And yeah, so check check her out everywhere there. Um, and otherwise, just call me to mural in your house. Yeah, call for a mural, <laughs> and I'll certainly post whatever we get put up in here 
Um, I love having like, I love the idea of just like having pieces of art in here that like fit Jackson, fit the podcast. Like, I mean, that's so fucking perfect. Cause it's like, and, and like fit me. Like I, these walls are, you know, old stucco, whatever they are, Like they need some more stuff on them. Right. So we'll yeah. get that. I'll post that and I'll let everyone see what you got, what you made for us. Perfect. Sounds awesome. Good. Haley, thank you for coming on the podcast. Everyone go check her out and uh, have a good week, everyone. All right. Thank you. Bye.